I'm Izzy, and my guest today is super, super dope. She's someone that I've been following for a minute now, and I'm just super excited for her to have, one, answered my Instagram DM, um, but then two, just honestly have her on the show and talk about everything that she's touched and all of the art that she's created uh, and everything like that. So Liz, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have you on, talk about you leaving your corporate job, just pursuing the <laughs> art world, all this jazz. Um, but before we get like super deep into things, do you want to give a brief intro for the people that don't know who you are? Sure. Who you are, what you do? Yes. Uh, my name is Liz Flores, um, and I am a painter and a muralist based in Chicago. Um, I would say my work is um, primarily um, like based on the female form and sort of abstracting that um, and very much kind of coming from, you know, like what does uh, womanhood mean and maybe what does um, being a Latina woman mean and kind of like, um, you know, searching for identity and um, and kind of bringing out like moments of like inner life and emotions and things like that. And so that's kind of what my paintings and a lot of my work um, is based off of. When did you first pick up a paintbrush? Um, oh, I was a kid. I was so young. I, I mean, I was drawing like Pokemon and yes. like Digimon and all those characters when I was in grade school. I actually wanted to be, um, <clears throat> I wanted to do uh, like comics. Yeah. Um, and so I was really into like all the com like superheroes and stuff like that. Um, Spider-Man, Superman like drawing my dad got me like a book that showed you how to draw like comic book characters and so I was very into that for a long time and then when I got to we my grade school did not have like a great art program um mm -hmm. so when I got to high school art program was a little a little bit better <laughs> <laughs> um they had an art program and and so that is when I started to I took art class all through high school and then um, and we just kind of got to experiment with like different acry like acrylic paintings, um, some oil and like you got to like play with clay and all different kinds of things. And so, um, yeah, but I'm since I was little, I've just kind of always been drawing things. Yeah, that's awesome. What's your favorite Pokemon Ooh, to draw? Uh, Let's say that. Um, favorite Pokemon to draw? Maybe Charmander. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I think he's super cute. I also feel like the episode where Ash finds Charmander and like his, um, like the the guy who he belonged to, like left yes. him in the rain, like that, like I that has yes. obviously stayed with me because I felt crushed <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know. So ever since that, I feel like I'm like, oh my god, I love Charmander. I also love like Evie Ooh, and how she okay. can evolve to different ones. Yeah. Um, so yes. <laughs> I love that. I'm a big Pikachu fan, but Charmander's definitely up on the list too. I'm just a basic person. Uh, <laughs> Pikachu is obviously that 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 one Pokemon that I choose. Um, but if we get into it, I love quite a bit. Me and my brother used to play quite a bit, but we're not going to make this episode too much about Pokemon. So moving on, I think one of the cool things about you is that you went, did the art program in high school. And then you went and studied entrepreneurship in college. Um, not a subject that is super like something to actually run after. So yeah. what what spurred that for you? Um, I mean, I wanted to do 
an art major, but my parents were like, no, mm. <laughs> we're not going to pay for that. And then I was like, maybe I'll do an art minor. Um, and I think I had that for a little bit, but um, it just, it, it was like, it was like a lot to just have yeah. like a major or minor. Um, and so eventually just, yeah, I, I, I mean, it just kind of was like, seemed like the safest thing to be yeah. like, okay, I'm going to study business. Um, my dad also at the time had like just opened a restaurant. So entrepreneurship was sort of like in, like in the air for me, I guess. Yeah. Um, and the entrepreneurship program at Illinois state was very new and yeah. And I was like, and I just kind of felt like I could probably do a lot of things with that. And so, yeah, I think just at the time though, I was, I feel like I was still thinking very safe and just very like, well, the, like what do people kind of expect from me and like, right. and stuff like that. And I never actually thought about how entrepreneurship weaves into art, which it very much does. If mm -hmm. you are, at least if you're thinking about art as your full-time job, I just, I did not make that connection until after I graduated. So at the time I was like, oh, like, you know, it kind of sucks. Like this isn't going to be anything that I'm going to use like art wise. Right. And I think a lot of people still, when I say like that, I majored in entrepreneurship and like small business management, they're like, oh, like, you know, I guess it's not helping. And I'm like, actually, <laughs> <laughs> like pretty much, I kind of feel like, like, uh, 80% of my time is managing like the business. Absolutely. Um, and you know, the, and everything else is like when you actually get to make things and, and stuff like that. So, um, a lot of it is, yeah, is being a, um, a manager for the business and stuff. So it's kind of interesting how that kind of connected, but yeah. I, I just didn't really think about that at the time. That's interesting. There's a, there's a thread I want to go into there of the fact that you pursued something that one, maybe you didn't want to do, but your parents said, not you have to, but kind of steered you in a specific direction. So mm -hmm. one question I want to ask on that is as a Latina a creative there is uh, a few episodes that I've had now where it's been very much steered and their college career has been steered by um, what society in a sense thought that success looked like, whether that's a doctor, lawyer, X, <clears throat> Y, and Z. Uh, I was very, very spoiled as a Latino in this space. Like my parents just told me like, go and be whatever you want to be, sports, whatever. Um, but I do know that this is or was an issue. So when it comes down to graduating college, getting a safe job, but then also or pursuing art, what did that really like look like when you came home and your parents are like, uh, maybe you're spending too much time over there. On that yeah. Art. Um, that, yeah, that was very hard. Cause I, so I'm, uh, so I have one younger sister, so okay. I'm the oldest so automatically that sort of always put me in a position of like needing to sort of be the leader. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, so I, I very much am like the person that always got like excellent grades. I never did anything crazy, like barely went out, you know? And so, yeah, so my, I, I just was sort of used to, I think my parents, and my family steering like the ship of yeah. my life. And um, I think when I graduated college was really when, um, I mean, my parents were like, all right, we're done. We like got you through college and like, you know, you're living, yeah. in your own apartment. And so like, 
And I feel like that's when I kind of felt like the, like I really had a lot of control. And then Mm -hmm. that's when I felt like, Oh, wait a minute. I actually don't know if this was like the right thing. Had like a little like existential crisis of like, Oh no, did I just like do four years of like something, (laughs) you know? Oh my God. And I think when I started my corporate job too, is when I realized like, I don't think I can stay and do, and do like the corporate world for, you know, the next like, I don't know, 60 years of my life. Um, and, uh, and that scared me because I was like, then I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And then you're like, but I'm supposed to like, know what I'm supposed to do at this point. Um, and so, yeah, there was a lot of that. And so I think when I started to like explore art again, while I was at my corporate job, I mean, my parents were like, oh, that's, it's cute. Like, that's, a, you know, that's a cute thing. <laughs> and then um, it took just like a lot of just, it was like three years I stayed in my corporate job um, exploring different art and stuff like that. Right. And I finally just had to like, um, and I moved back in. I went, I was in Champaign working for a year. My company moved me back to Chicago um, and so when I moved back to Chicago, I moved back in with my parents. And so I was like, um, commuting from my parents' house into the city and stuff like that. And eventually I was like, I'm going to quit. And I quit before I told my parents because I knew that they were going to talk me out of it. Right. And my parents scared me. <laughs> and, um, and like, yeah, but I, but it was hard cause I'm like, I'm still living with them. Right. <laughs> And I, yeah, I remember my dad being like in his office and me going in there. I felt like I was like 10 years old being like, I got a bad grade on a report card, you know? And I was like, dad, I got to talk to you. He was like, okay. (laughs) And he, and he like asked my mom to come in. Cause I was like, I got to talk to both of you guys. And I think they're, I don't know, they're freaking out. And I was like, I quit my job. And they were like, to do what? And I was like, I'm going to be an artist. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and um, yes, they were not happy, very, very concerned. But I think I had just gotten to a point where um, I needed to push back on like being that perfect daughter. Yep. And I was like, I just have to try and do this. And I, I just had to accept that they weren't like gonna be all like all in um which is understandable and I don't think I really ever had that expectation and I was like it's gonna take like me proving to them that like I'm serious about this and that I really can do it right um and so yeah but that was very scary and I was like oh my god I'm like going against my parents my sister was like oh my god now you're the rebellious one you know (laughs) And she's like, I'm going to be the favorite now. (laughs) And um, yeah. And so that was very hard because it like goes against basically the way that you have been brought up for your whole life. Um, Was there a moment in that corporate position when uh, before you had quit where you were like, okay, I've had enough. This is it. Um, I don't think it's one specific moment. It's I think a culmination. it was. Yeah, it's a culmination. Because um, I was, I had an art studio that I was renting in the West Loop. I was going from my corporate job, like um, commuting back home, getting my car, driving back into the city to go work at my studio, 
And it was just like getting to be way too much. And right. I was meeting other artists. I was like trying to, I was kind of seeing that like, okay, people do this full time. Mm-hmm. I just have to figure out how to do it. And at the time, my corporate job, it's just, you know, it was very much like you have to be in the office. Um, there wasn't a lot of flexibility with like working from home or anything like that. And so it just, I just didn't have time to work on the projects that I wanted to work on. And I just didn't, th- I was like, if I keep doing this, I'll never have enough time to kind of push the, like my art and like really see where it can go. Um, and I was like, I, I need to find more flexible work basically. Right. And, um, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm like young and like, don't have a lot of responsibilities. So <laughs> this is a good time to like, just go a completely different direction. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And yeah, but it was like a culmination of like three years of me just constantly being like, oh, I wish I was somewhere else. I wish mm-hmm. I was at my studio. Um, and yeah. And when I just, I feel like you get to a point where you're like, I have felt this way long enough to where I can't like make any more excuses about it. Exactly. Interesting. So you quit your job. Parents are mad at you. What's the next steps? Like how, how did you go from that moment to working with the city of Chicago and working with the bears and the bulls and, and, 1871 and all these other brands that you've worked with? Um, a very, very, very long journey. It was very zigzaggy, a lot of very low points. Um, I was not making like money off my art when I first quit. And so that was interesting. I know people are like, Oh, you're probably like, you know, doing really well. No, I wasn't. I just, this is why I'm like, Take it, take it, you know, be careful. <laughs> I'm like, I don't recommend people take this route. I know myself and sometimes I need to really like make a big change or back, kind of back myself into a corner for me to like really start moving. Right. And so um, I quit. I had already started talking to my friends who were doing a lot of freelance work and they were all like working on their own businesses, but doing freelance work to obviously make some money. And so I was like, what's freelance work? How do you do that? You know, like, okay, like I, you know, I could maybe, you know, do that. Um, and so I had been working part-time for like a travel company for a while. Um, and so I did a lot of traveling at this time too. And so I worked, I had part-time work for them, like waiting for me after I quit my job. And I actually edited podcasts for them. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It is a lot of work. It is. <laughs> it's a ton of work. <laughs> and so I edited podcasts. I, like, did um, community management for them. And then, but, it, you know, again, it's, like, these are all, like, startups. And so you're, like, okay, it's not really a lot of money. So you need a lot of different jobs. So yeah. I, like, hodgepodge together, basically, a bunch of jobs throughout the first like couple years. Right. Um, so I did that. I worked for um, my friend's consultancy um, and did like social media management. Also, I was not like a social media manager. Like I, it's not like I had, I was just like, I am going to learn and I promise like I will do, like I'm smart. I can do it. Like I can figure it out. And, um, and I was, so I was doing social media for healthcare companies and I'm like, I don't know how I figured out how to like weasel my way into this. I was doing that freelance. Um, and then 
I had, um, I worked at Staples in their copy center for a little okay. bit. I also did TaskRabbit, which um, if people don't know what that is, it's like you can hire people to do tasks for you. Right. Um, and so uh, like you can hire people to help you move. You can hire people to help you like put up shelving or something like that. Um, and so I did, I did a whole bunch of little odd jobs like that um, where like I cleaned apartments. I helped or people, there's like an organization section. Um, and so I helped people organize like their parts of their home and stuff like that. So it was like all just like, like whatever, whatever I can kind of get. And then um, eventually it was like, okay, that's, and everything was like on my own schedule, which is what I, what I liked. So I could like still work a lot in my studio, participate in art shows. Right. Um, but all of the, basically, I mean, having like five part-time jobs, a lot of part-time jobs. Right. And so I needed to start to like weed out some of it because I was struggling to keep up with everything. Um, and eventually the social media job with my friends, like consultancy, um, she eventually like that kept like um, going up in terms of like hourly pay. Mm -hmm. And so eventually I was like, okay, I don't need to do any of these other jobs now. <laughs> I can just do this. And so I, I just had that and my artwork and she knew I was working to be a full-time artist. And so she like understood like, Hey, like sometimes I'm going to be like doing, you know, at an art show or doing this, like I'm going to be kind of working odd hours. It basically was like, just get your work done right by the deadline whenever you want to get it done. Um, and, and it was, so that was like, that was the ideal work situation that I needed. Um, and so I did that and probably three years ago, two years, uh, two, almost three years ago. Um, yeah, I got to another, another headway where I was like, my art is like doing amazing and it's so good. And I'm like, but I'm, I'm working like 14 hours a day and I can't keep up with everything. And, um, she, I remember having a conversation with her and she was like, it's time, isn't it? And I'm like, it is time for me to leave. And she was like, I'm really happy for you, you know, like this is what you've been working towards. And then, yeah. And then it was like, now it's just art. So very long winded answer. Oh wow, no, that was great. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know some people think it's like you quit your job and then you just do art full time. And that's honestly, it's just not the case. It's right. not the case at all. Um, and yeah, <laughs> that hodgepodge is needed though, because all of a sudden, like you have all of those experiences to, I don't know, maybe you'll, you'll need to bring those experiences to your art one day. Uh, you never mm -hmm. know. So I love that. Well, so you it, yeah. I think it also teaches you like you, like, I'm like, I'll like, you'll be fine. Like, mm -hmm. even if one day, like, you're like, Oh, you know, shoot, like my art isn't selling or I don't have enough jobs or whatever. Like, I think I have just learned that I'm scrappy enough that I like, I will do whatever I need to do to keep making art. Right. Um, whether that means like having to take other jobs, like I, I, I'll figure it out. And so I think that that's what that taught me. Cause I think it's like, um, you have to be willing to have that kind of dedication to your work and to your practice that you're going to do whatever you need to do to support the art practice. Absolutely. Um, and if the art practice is supporting itself, that's like the dream. But I always, I feel like I'm always thinking like, I, I want that to obviously be like the rest of my life, but I'm also like, 
at the same time, if that isn't the rest of my life, I will do whatever I need to do to keep making art. So I think if you have that, I think you're going to be fine. So you mentioned low points uh, and you're very, very open in talking about how therapy has very much helped you through some of those low points in your life. So how has it really helped you? Um, Well, I thought when my, okay, so I'm like at the point where I'm like, man, I've been for years, I'm wishing that like I could just live off my art. All of a sudden, like all this hard work, everything, all this networking like comes to fruition and I get my first <clears throat> job, my first mural job. And it's a mural for Sephora at Water Tower Place in Chicago. I'm like so freaking psyched slash like I can't sleep slash like I'm like, I don't know if I, I don't really know if I can do this. I'm like, what business do I have doing this? Um, and so um, finish that mural and all of a sudden like, you know, things start just kind of snowballing. Like I get another mural job and even like a big, huge mural job. Um, and then I'm, and that even was like, my, I, my anxiety really started to spike. Basically. I started to really have like really bad panic attacks when I started to, when my work started to really pick up and more people were looking at it, you're getting paid like more than you ever thought you'd get paid for your art. And it's just like a lot like it, it you go it kind of feels like from zero to 60 even though it is like a slow progression um and it's a lot of like learning and responsibility and you're managing like you went from managing like a very small business that maybe wasn't ma- really making that much money and now you are making money and you're like holy crap like how do i how do i do this yeah um and so yeah i was really struggling mentally to handle all the pressure um, and to handle like all, like the workload and just like, I don't know, like I just really bad anxiety with like, I don't, you know, do I deserve this? I don't have the, the talent or the capacity or whatever, everything. And I remember I got a, a mural job in New York and that was like my breaking point. I think it was like my third mural um, ever. And, um, yeah. And I was like, I don't think I could do this. I was like, maybe I can't do art full time because I can't handle the pressure. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I just remember having a lot of friends that were like, maybe you should talk to someone like maybe you need, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I, yeah, I scheduled an appointment after I got back from that mural job because that mural job, it was great. And it, of course, everything turned out great, but that it kind of felt like a medieval road of trials where you're like, right. like struggling, you know, like mentally to just be like, I can do this. I can do this. Um, and yeah. And so I made an appointment and I, you know, I don't know. You just kind of like, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know. This is going to be. Yeah, so you got a wall up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Um, and it has made such a difference. Like I, um, and like, it's kind of interesting cause you go in and you're like, look, I'm, I, I have anxiety about work. That's all I need to talk about. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, sure. And like, you know, you start to really tease out like where, how this kind of affects a lot of parts of your life. Um, and yeah, and I've been in therapy now the, the entire time since then. So like two, maybe two or three years. Um, 
and the management of like the stress because the stress has only increased right (laughs) you know like the the murals got bigger like the brands got bigger and like things just kept going and I just remember thinking like wow I hit I I'm I'm where I want to be I'm making enough money to support myself with my art and I can't believe that I'm gonna quit because I'm having this mental battle in my head and I can't like I can't win and I was like, I can't believe I, like not anybody else, I am the reason that it's not going to work out. And I was like, no, I can't have that. Like, I cannot be the reason that I don't make it. And so, um, yeah, so I was like, I'm going to do this therapy. Like, I don't know if it'll work. I have never done anything like that. Um, but it was and still is like how I get through a lot of difficult like situations like I still get very anxious about projects and like I still get in my head about a lot of things. Um, But therapy was like how you sort of just you learn. I don't know. You just kind of learn like more about yourself and more about like how to kind of talk to yourself. Absolutely. and And like get through all of those difficult situations. And obviously friends and family and partners are there for you. But what I've learned is like, they can only do so much. And it's like, you really, you want to learn how to kind of be independent and how to get yourself out of those situations. Um, And so, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, that has been everything. Um, And I like, I don't know, I always tell people like, I just think it's like, not even just like work anxiety. I mean, I get a lot of social anxiety. I get like, it kind of like, it's like, I don't know, like a weed. It's kind of like going. Yeah, you went in for one thing and you just found out so much more about yourself that you needed to talk through. Yes. Yeah. And it's, you know, obviously very stigmatized and Mm -hmm. like people are like, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's something like, well, you feel like it's something wrong with you. And then I think what you learn is like, this is something that like a lot of people go through. Like anxiety is not new. Like, like everyone has some kind of level of anxiety, but it's like, people just don't always learn how to manage it well. Right. And it's, and yeah, and I kind of felt like, well, am I just going to play small my whole life because I'm anxious in like certain situations? It's like, no, I don't. That sounds ridiculous. So I don't want that. Um, And yeah, so it has been very, very, very life-changing. Just hearing all this from you and then also hearing from before I hit record on you talking about how you were shy and uh, Mm -hmm. growing up and everything like that. And then going through your website and saying like, you did a TEDx. Like, (laughs) did therapy help you through all of that to ultimately get you on a stage in front of people talking about what you've talked about? Yeah. So, so the TEDx, I did the TEDx prior to going to therapy. So I was like, but that again, it like was so difficult. Um, Right. Like, I feel like it, when you, see, I think when people see the talk, they're like, oh, very extroverted. You must really like, you know, blah, blah. But it's like the road to get there feels so painful, you know, Absolutely. and it feels less painful now with there with like therapy and like just understanding like how to get through the sort of journey that leads you to like the end result. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I think like I've done, I've done a, like a couple of talks now and it feel like it feels easier 
And like, I, I mean, I wouldn't say like, oh, now I'm super extroverted. I am not. Right. <laughs> um, Cause yeah, it's not like changing me like that. It just helps me to like manage a lot of the in- kind of intense emotions that come up right. um, when I am doing something that's really out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So there are a number of creators that listen to this show that will probably be super interested in your answer to this question. Looking back at it all, would you have gone to that corporate job or would you like direct yourself to just go fully into art and study art and all that stuff? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, You know, I think um, I think probably a couple years ago I would have been like, go directly into art. Like, you know, (laughs) wasted so much time or something like that. But um, no, but I now I don't know. I don't think so. I think so. First, I think um, studying business and sort of being like around very business oriented people and then being in that corporate job for three years, um, I think it gave me like I'm, I'm obviously a very creative person. I, I run very emotional. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but I will say that I feel like I have a very logical or rational kind of side to me that comes out when I really need it to come out. Um, right. and I think that's what helped me like when, you know, when I was like, all right, I'm going to quit my job. But I also like, don't expect people to just be buying my art and I'm just going to live off my art right away. And I'm, you know, and like, I need to make money and I need to pay bills and rent and things like that. And so, um, I feel like that sort of rational side was really fostered during that time Mm. of being in the corporate world of being in studying business and all that. Um, and I also understood that like making a painting is great but if you expect to sell it, there's a lot more that goes into that goes into that. There's the marketing, the networking, you know, the actual, you know, being a salesperson. Um, you know, how are you presenting yourself, um, and and everything like that. And so again, I I just think like all of that came from that business side, um, and I don't know if it would have been necessarily been there. And I think I maybe. I think some people and some artists can kind of get trapped in the romantic side of art. Um, And um, yeah, but I think it's like, again, if, if it's something that you want to live off of and it, then you, you do have to look at it like a business. And I think I saw it that way um, pretty early on and because of like all these past kind of experiences. And, and I think, being, you know, at my corporate job, there was a lot of like client facing situations, Mm -hmm. um, which was very helpful because when you're working with corporate clients, you know, like, uh, you know, like a target or like whatever it's, um, yeah, there's like there, it didn't really, it's not surprising to me or like, I feel like I can navigate those sort of corporate elements because I've had experience, you know, with that. Um, and so, yeah. So I, I don't think I would have changed it. I think I needed it. And I just think like, I don't know, I sort of appreciate like having that mm, sort of rational mindset that kicks in. Yeah. Um, that kind of, it's kind of weird because you think like, oh, that's probably not going to help with the artwork. 
but I think it actually kind of protects the artwork because it makes sure that like, um, I don't know that like your Tate, like it doesn't ever expect necessarily that the artwork should always pay for everything, right. you know, it's great that it does. And I hope it, that that's the case for the rest of my life. But, <laughs> but again, I just have this other mindset that like, I also understand that like art is very fluid and like, there are like seasons when you're creating some of your best work and there are also seasons when you are not. Um, and you have to prepare for that like as best you can. Um, and so I'm always kind of trying to think about that. Okay. So I got one more question for you. Sure. What makes you strange on purpose? (laughs) I feel like, uh, I feel like I remember this question from like your other podcasts and now I'm like, oh man, I don't know. What makes you strange on purpose? Um, I always think it's funny that people laugh in the beginning. Most people just laugh when I ask it and I'm like, I thought it was a serious question, but (laughs) (laughs) um, I think it's because you know it's coming, but then it comes and you're right. like, I have lost all ideas. <laughs> what makes me strange on purpose? Um, I don't know. I think just like, hmm. Well, I think I just have always felt very strange, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, like even when I was little, I always felt like, man, I don't know if I fit in with, I don't know, half the people in this room. But um, I think I've always felt very strange and I've always felt a little like weird and a little nerdy and, um, and I feel like ever since I have gotten back into my artwork and like started living a more creative life, I just feel like I've started to accept that. Mm. And like, I feel like that acceptance and just realizing that like, that's actually what makes like everything that I make so unique and cool. And that's just like what makes me like very unique. Um, I think that acceptance is like what, yeah, what makes me strange on purpose. 